pushing for. Hi, happy campers. Hey, happy campers. Sammy's here. Julia's here too, and she would like to wish my co-host, Miss Sammy Moskowitz, a very happy birthday. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, we're we're going live tonight uh, <laughs> with a new episode, and it, Sunday, March twenty second is is Sammy's birthday. So happy birthday! Thanks, buddy. Um, we just wanted to take a second to kind of acknowledge that we are living through incredibly weird times. Um, but we think that the best way that we can handle this and move forward is to just keep putting out like fun, engaging content that you guys can listen to while you are socially distancing. Yes. And I've taken a, a good break from all my, you know, daily news podcasts because they're messing with my head. Um, so I do believe that, that going back into the library and listening to some funny, Oh, lighthearted episodes about people reminiscing about getting in trouble at camp in the 80s is, is kind of good for the soul right now. I agree. Um, also, we, Julia and I, uh, were on a virtual campfire last night. Uh, literally 300 alumni and campers and staff from our camp, Camp Walden, like got on a Zoom call and we had a virtual campfire and it was like beautiful and powerful tears were shed all over the country and world and we encourage you guys to do something like that it was really really fun and like wonderful yeah and we know we're not the only ones because obviously happy campers on instagram follows a whole bunch of camps and camp obsessed people and it seems like this trend of the uh, virtual campfire and just camps getting way more engaged on social media um is happening and i think i think that's a good thing so keep doing that we're here for and, yeah we're here for you guys let's all stay super connected and enjoy today's podcast where we speak to our good friend Bo we talked to Bo Cown about uh church camp and he had a great time and he loved it so yeah hashtag methodism hashtag the rafter what is it called man in the rafter yeah oh yeah the ghost in the rafters yes ghost in the rafters so keep listening and we'll see you guys uh next week be well stay safe bye good morning campers have no fear happy campers is here it's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we miss about the best summers we ever had and there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by so grab a glass of bug juice relax and say hi to both your hosts we're julie and sammy your podcast family we're gonna start the show Hello, happy campers. What's up, happy campers? We've got Julia and Sammy. And we're in Washington, D.C. today. Yeah, we are. A rare D.C. recording. I know. Finally, the campers are united in Washington. (laughs) And we have a guest on the podcast who we've been trying to get on for a while because he seems like a lovely guy. (laughs) And his story is something that we haven't gotten a chance to dive into yet. So I know you've heard a lot about Jewish camp. Sorry, guys. So Just kidding. Many Not Jewish sorry. camps <laughs> that you've heard about. Um, Bo didn't go to Jewish camp. He went to church camp. <laughs> Welcome, Bo. <laughs> Hello, Bo. Hello. Thanks Hello. for having me. Thanks for coming on. Happy campers. Uh, big fan. 
Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate it. So you grew up going to church camp. What was it called? It was called Camp Glisten. It was a Methodist camp. Okay. Glisten. So I love that. Yeah. Did you grow up Methodist? I did. Okay. I was confirmed Methodist. So. Um, well, that's helpful. I just pulled a huge thing of fuzz out of my slipper. Um, <laughs> when someone gross. says church camp, is that like not a great term? Or is it because the camp was put on by your Methodist church? So it was it was funded, I think, by like the Methodist church. Mm-hmm. So the organization that At is large, the Methodist yeah. church. But um, I, yeah, it was just called Camp Glisten, the Methodist church camp. <laughs> Or some iteration of that. Okay. Yeah. This name is amazing. Camp yes. Glisten. It was really pretty. It. How long did you... Where was it? It was in Dahlonega, Georgia, which is like two hours north of um, Atlanta. And how long did you go for? I went for 10 years. Wow. Six to like 16 or 17 or like seven to Six. 17. Six years old. Yeah. They start mm. you really young. And how long was... Like, was it sessions? How long did it you It was only for? a week. Okay. So there was an option for two weeks as you got older, uh-huh. but generally it was only a week. And you only went for a week. Yeah. I did the two week, like one or two, but the two weeks was just different. It was more rugged. Ooh. Like true camping. <laughs> it was called Outpost and okay. you were kind of like hidden away. Okay. You were <laughs> yeah. with the rest of the camp. Yeah. <laughs> so you were... Were you always just a camper, six to 16? Or in your older years, were you like a CIT or anything like that? So I was always a camper. Um, cool. I thought about it. Um, and that's usually what the two weeks one was, but, um, just never did it. Yeah. How did you end up there? Was your family big into the the Methodist church in your community? Yeah. I mean, we went to church every Sunday and like every Wednesday. Um, and my what happens on Wednesdays? What's on Wednesdays? Wednesdays is, I don't honestly don't know. It's where you go eat dinner at the church and (laughs) you have like a youth group. Oh, it's like Hebrew um, school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the okay. parents have like a like a Bible study or something. Sure. Some okay, sort so of it's a family thing. affair Wednesday yeah. nights. Um, and then Sundays we would go, but what was the question? Did you? That's how'd you end up? <laughs> and so oh, you yeah, were yeah. doing that? So our, a group of kids would go every year from our church. Okay. And then one year I was like, I want to go. Or I think actually the first year my parents were like, we want you gone for a week. <laughs> so yeah. So when you got to camp, you knew a couple kids who you knew from your church, but then there were other kids there from different churches yes. around Georgia. So um, it, it, anyone could go. So yeah. some people would come with their church, but most people came alone as you got older. Um, I would say it's mostly Georgia people, but we always like every now and then you get someone from Florida and it was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. You were like, oh, you're out of state. Out of state, um, one state but over. I started every year going with in the beginning years with a group, and then probably when I got into like sixth or seventh grade, I started just going by myself or with a friend. Did you do you still like hang out with any of your camp friends? Honestly, no. <laughs> um, I feel like when you go to camp, as you all know, you form very intense relationships quickly, even in a week. But um, it, it was one of those things we would stay connected. But then it was really crazy when we all got to college. Some of us went to the same college. So it was kind of like this reconnecting resurgence of friendship. Um, and a few of them actually live in D.C. But I mean, every year you were with a different group. We called them our family. Um, and yeah. And um, <laughs> or sometimes we called them tribe. They'd switch up the name. Um, so I met like you know 15 people every year for 10 years so yeah. that's a lot of people so did you stay with that family in a bunk um so they had uh like a row of cabins for guys a row of cabins for girls it was like guys are red girls are blue don't make purple um but you would basically um stay uh yeah in a cabin with a group of guys and then y'all would meet up and do everything together with that family you would have meals together you would do your activities you go to church together 
you have to put on your weekly church skit, which is like a thing you had to, every family had to do like a sermon at one of the church sessions. Sure. Um, <laughs> and what did that involve? Like singing and it depended. So, it, so every, there were, um, two sessions every day. There was a morning, um, I don't know why I'm calling it session. It was, uh, I'm blanking Activ- on the term activities? now. Uh. No, it was when you go to the chapel, it was sermon, like okay. morning sermon oh, and service. Service. Thank you. Why am I blanking <laughs> on this? Clearly not as religious as I used Save to be. <laughs> um, so you'd have a morning service and a night service and the morning service was always, you know, like upbeat songs and singing. And, uh, usually you would do a skit or like read a scripture. And then the night service was like, if your family got assigned to the night service, you knew it was like big because it could be like a really big dramatic production where we would do some like dramatic skit or, um, reading of some passage in the Bible. Wait, so one family put on every service because you're only there for a week, right? So it's yeah, like morning, night, and you so you would be assigned different okay. ones. Yeah. And Is then it usually like older kids do the evening ones and younger kids. Do it the depended. Ones? So they actually each week was assigned by an age range. So you okay. would be in a group like the week you were at camp would be all the other you know third through fifth graders, and then it was oh, like middle school okay. age group and then high school so age group. So it was group. like a different week every exactly. year that you went. Yeah, like and so um, they had like, I think there was, they did like six or eight weeks every summer, and so you had two chances to go to the high school week if you were in high school or something like that. Okay, so you but just, if you were not like a CIT, but just, you know, like a 25-year-old staff member, you would kind of be employed there for two months? Yeah, you'd be there the whole summer, yeah. and then you would just switch session by session. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so what did a day look like? You'd woke up, you went to breakfast. Yep, so you'd wake up, and then normally, sometimes it depends. So sometimes, uh, it depends on if you had a cool counselor. So sometimes you'd go on a morning hike before everyone got up and oh. watch the sunset. Um, there was a beautiful... Counselors, like, might let you shower before breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, there was this waterfall in the middle of the camp called Amicalola Falls. Oh. Um, and so sometimes you'd hike there in the morning but if you had a cool counselor you'd do kind of like a morning hike or something and then before breakfast you would all meet at a certain part in the camp and just kind of have like a morning like how's everyone feeling how'd everyone sleep um how'd you feel about yesterday and then you'd go to breakfast whatever and i loved the food for some reason but like looking back it was so bad um what kind of like cardboard pancakes (laughs) and um they always did like sloppy joes and lasagna, you know, uh, like just love, camp love food. Love a yeah. sloppy joe. What uh, was your favorite camp food? A sloppy joe. Oh, yeah. great. Um, the big sloppy yeah. messy burger. Um, but so we'd do that and then you'd go to service. Service. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I always hated service because it lasted so long and I wanted to get to like the activities. Yeah. Do you think it actually lasted that long or it was like 20 minutes and you were six? I think it was like, tw- it was pr- it was definitely an hour. Okay. Definitely an hour. <laughs> oh, that is really long. Awesome. Yeah. Like, like singing, yeah. hands raised, like praise be. <laughs> and then after that, you'd go to your first activity with your family. And so that could be um, anything. There was, um, you know, this, it's not a jungle gym, but you know, those huge things you climb, yeah, obstacle like courses, ropes course. Ropes course. Yeah. Or you could go on a hike, or you would go canoeing. Did or you get to pick, or like everyone was just assigned together? So you, everyone got to do different things for the family time, and you had two family activities every day, and then you had one free activity. And so you would do the family activity, then you'd probably go to lunch, and then it would be free time. Um, and so you could either go, you know, make lanyards or friendships bracelets in the craft hut, or you could go down to the porch and like sing with people, or go swimming in the lake or swimming in the pool. Um, so, but you had to sign up for those at the beginning yeah. of the week. And then there was always nap time, which I hated nap time um, until I got into high school and then loved nap time. 
Uh, nap time. That's and they what called it, it nap called. time. They called it nap time. Like, oh, we had it a lot of camps. Hour. Yeah, rest hour, which I feel like is just a grown-up word for, for nap time. Nap yeah. time, which sounds so. And maybe it was like nap hour, but yeah. essentially they would. I mean, they locked us in the cabin. They're like, because the counselors would pass out. Yeah, I um, never slept when so. I was a camper, and I always would fall into a deep sleep as a counselor, yes. and then be so groggy for the afternoon. Yeah, it's hard to wake back up. And yeah. it was like at a terrible time. I think it was like two to three. Yeah, that's like, when I was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that, you do your night activity, which sometimes we'd pull together as a camp. So we always did this manhunt every oh, year, where like. Um, you would break up in tribes and they'd actually be different than your family and you have to like hunt counselors who had like things painted on them or something oh, like that. Oh, we did that too. Counselor hunt. It yeah, was yeah. 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 Um, so well, question about the activities yeah. and stuff. It sounds like, I mean, plenty to fill the day of like, go to the lake, go on a hike. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't like, oh, I'm going to basketball and you're going to soccer. Only during free time. Okay. Um, or your free activities. Okay, so and that one was pretty long. Yeah. It was like, it was like a two or three hour block. Wow. Um, and so sometimes, and then there were days where you didn't have to do an activity. You could be like, I'm just going to go like to the craft hut and like hang out with my friends. Okay. Or like, so it wasn't like insanely like boom, boom, boom. You're like, mm. you're doing five activities a day. This one's 45 minutes. And yeah. This one, yeah. It, it was like, it sounds you, a lot like adult camp was for us where it was like, here's a bunch of activities. Like, and do you, you want to be go. down by the waterfront <laughs> or do you want to be up at the land sports field? Fill yeah. in your time how it goes. It yeah. was definitely structured like you always knew you were going to have your two family activities you always knew there was going to be two services and um like meals obviously but that i lived for free time because like mm-hmm. you could truly do whatever you wanted could you like switch but like if it was two hours long could you like start at the arts yeah, and crafts like, and then go swimming yeah but you had to kind of check in so like all the counselors were assigned to different like free spaces during that hour yeah, yeah. so they didn't even get a break um but like you kind of working they don't once you were there you had to like sign in on a paper like oh i'm here yeah, or something okay. like that Did, but did you say that at the beginning of the week you'd have to sign up for what you were going to do yeah. for free time? So, huh. it, but it was it was like pretty loose and like if you were there for an hour and you wanted to go back to your cabin you could. Yeah. But like they were like we just kind of want to know where you are and you have to check in like where you said you were going to be because mm-hmm. it's it was huge. Right. Um, was how th- many kids were there? I want to say, honestly, I think it was probably looked way bigger when I was a camper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to say there was probably like two hundred. 250 but then like in my head i'm like there's probably like only 150 kids at any given time i think that's the hardest question we I ask people who yeah. haven't like been involved in camp in a while right. i yeah. thought no you might idea. ask me that and i was gonna look it up on the website yeah but um <laughs> i don't know what was this is a little bit off topic yeah what did punishment look like at the camp like if you were not going along with things and you weren't checking in and you were just staying in your or bunk you like or got wandering with a girl off or something like that. So I was such a goody goody. Yeah, I have you don't even no know. idea. <laughs> oh but didn't you hear stories about like um, the kid who got kicked down? So and he wasn't back even the friends next with year. The bad kids. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I was such a goody goody. Um, <laughs> I think one time we like snuck out, but it was like led by my counselor. Right, um, right, right. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he had to like tell the people. Yeah, he got uh, yeah exactly. But didn't tell us that we were like, oh my god, we're so bad. No, we. I feel like. There was one year, one kid I remember got kicked out, but that's because he like punched someone. Oh. Okay, so physical aggression. And there was the the people who they didn't own the camp, but they were like the camp directors. Mm-hmm. Like basically, if you had to go to them, you knew it was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure they just like prayed over you or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but so, oh, where was I? Oh, the day we were still yeah. on the day. Um, so yeah, you had free time. Then you had nap hour or whatever it was called, and then you would do. And I actually loved this next part. It was singing on the porch before dinner. Mm-hmm. Everyone would go on the porch and you would just sing songs. And a lot of times they were kind of like obviously re- religious tones, but a lot of times it was like country road, um, 
Billy like Joel, yeah, James Taylor, and then you would eat, and then you'd go to night service, and then after night service, there sometimes was like a late night activity, or most nights or every night you would actually sit with your tribe after the service and just talk about how you're feeling. Everyone mm-hmm. go around in a circle and just say like, you know, what they struggle with and um, how that resonated with them or if it didn't resonate with them. And you always knew you had a good family that year if people were really open yeah. or if you people like made a joke of it. And I feel like obviously as you got older, people got more into it. Um, but I always enjoyed that time because you got really deep with people really quickly and kind of like debriefing on whatever you learned that day. I guess helps with the bonding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then I think, uh, bedtime was like 11. Whoa. Late 10 30. Yeah. It was like, I think you had to be back at the cabin at 10, but like lights out were like okay. 11 or 11 30. That's so late. Yeah. I, I could be exaggerating. It's probably 11. Yeah. Um, but it was late. late. I remember it was late. <laughs> it's super late. Not yeah. for the six year olds. Well, no. Yeah. When we were like 14, 15 at camp, the, it was like 11 for the 14 year olds and 11 30. I'm sure it like got more as you got older. But actually when I was a counselor, they changed it to, to 10 30 for the 14 year olds and 11 for the 15 year olds because they were like, why are we letting them stay yeah. up so late? Like it's too late. Yeah. Like it you get up late. at seven. Let's do, yeah. they're tired. So in terms of the nighttime service, you touched on how it feels like a little heavier than the morning service. Um, and maybe more of an honor in some way to lead that one. And what do you mean? Like it's heavier or darker? I guess it was just, it got more emotional. Like people would share scriptures. I remember it sounds so funny now that I talk about it, but in the moment I remember it was like this really dramatic, like people were moved by it, but they did this. (laughs) It was like the story of Jesus being put on the cross and (laughs) it's terrible, but they were playing Leona Lewis's bleeding love. (laughs) And I just remember so many people were crying and like, hands up and it was just like I was crying because other people were crying and then we were just talking about you know like afterwards this one girl in my group like we just shared really deeply this was when I was older it was like 14 or 15 this one girl was sharing we were just talking about the sacrifices we had made in our lives and things like that and one girl had gotten really deep about um like she had attempted suicide and then this other kid like had shared that like his sister had committed suicide and stuff like that. And so it was like, it was something that was really moving in the moment. And I was moved by people being moved. And then um, it turned into this really deep thing. But, you know, like Leona Lewis bleeding love. I feel like nowadays. I mean, honestly, every time I think of that song now, (laughs) (laughs) can't help but thinking of Jesus on the cross, but um, I'm sure that was her intention when recording that. But, I hope I it's kind of hard to say when I was like intense but like I hope it, like it gives you a picture of what it was like like everyone interact or re reenacted some sort of story like that or they had someone like sing on the guitar or or some sort of psalm or thing yeah. what uh what about one that you were a part of that you remember pretty clearly um morning or night morning or night you know I really am blinking there was one where we did um the last supper Mm-hmm. Um, and it was morning, but we like turned it into this comedy special, um, just on like, you know, Judas and Mary Magdalene, like being obsessed with Jesus. <laughs> and we thought it was really funny. I think afterwards the camp directors really didn't find the humor in it, <laughs> but like our counselors thought it was yeah, great. It was like how big a swing um, can you take? It on, was like, yeah, Oh my God. Why exactly. Not? Um, but I remember we like sat at this long table and we just did this like really comedic last supper. Um, that sounds, I, that's like, yeah. sounds like a it's great a good sketch. Yeah, yeah I was really yeah. proud of it. And I kind of, I feel like I turned into dire- director mode when we <laughs> made it, but, um, it's one of my proudest accomplishments now. <laughs> um, but it was good. Yeah. How did you get the sense that the camp directors were 
less approving than you wanted? Um, I, I don't know. I felt like that was probably me projecting because I felt like as I got older into camp, I wasn't as religious. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's ultimately why I never became a camp counselor um, because I kind of like imposter syndrome. I'm like, how am I going to lead kids to God when I'm like, I don't know where he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it was just like, you know, I was, I honestly was there for the community for meeting people and, you know, church was just a part of that. It was just like a fun thing you did. Every exactly. Summer, yeah. Exactly. Um, and I feel like they were really, you know, they obviously were there to drive a message and to foster faith in Jesus. And, um, so I feel like they always were kind of watching to see like how the counselors were fostering that as well. But it sounds like you had, like, a, a really positive experience oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love Camp Glisten. Um, is it, it was, still around? It is. It's changed a bunch. So my when I went to college, I actually interviewed and got accepted to, like, be a counselor and then ended up not doing it for some of those reasons. Sure. Um, but it's still around. Um, and weirdly, my sister or brother never went. I was the only one in my family oh, who went was every about, year. I was about to ask because you're the oldest yeah. sibling, right? Um, yeah, I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. Um and none of them actually went to camp except me. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Um, I know. Uh, but Your yeah. parents only wanted to get rid of you. Exactly. <laughs> they were like, I actually we'll don't. I'm like around. having this realization. I'm like, wait. <laughs> You're like, wait a they second. They just went on awesome family trips without me. Yeah. I'm like, what did they do that week? <laughs> uh, did they go to like day camps or anything? Or are they just like. Uh, yeah. I think they summer? went to like basketball camp or, you know, like sure. the the youth camp at the local church for you the day. You know what? You had, you're like the luckiest one. It sounds like you got to go to sleep. Yeah. Again. And I think they were homebodies and I like lived for that week every summer and, or the two weeks when I went to farmer's camp too, which is a whole other That's camp. Get we'll episode. get into that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was like the highlight of my summer and we always tried to time, like if we friends from like a former family or tribe, were going to be there at the same time as you, but it weirdly like never worked or they were always in a different family. So like you never really got yeah, to see really the same like people. Them around. It yeah. seems like you like spent a lot of, time with your like career yeah they really wanted you to foster those strong bonds and like community quickly which mm-hmm. what great. were some of the other evening activities um they varied so there was always um like a talent show at the end of the week oh so i was gonna ask if there was yes. a big show okay um i did it once okay what did you, you do i so i always did this thing at camp where i wanted i i was wanted someone to tell me like a person a place and a thing and i would create the story yeah um, and so that was like just a shtick I did. I don't know. Um, and so it was called improv. improv. Yeah, yeah. Verbal improv. So one year they're like, you should do that for the talent show. And so I did it and I really don't remember what I was talking about. I remember it was like, I brought up a black hole and there was this one girl there who was really monotone and I kind of made fun of her in the talent show. She was like my main character. You know. Um, and then I also think it had no ties to religion whatsoever. Um, but I remember I supposed killed. To? No, oh, no. It was just like a, um, show. But I remember it, I was like one of my proudest moments. I don't remember what I talked about, but like I just remember everyone laughing. <laughs> oh, that's um, so cool. That's yeah. Great. And so the talent show was an, uh, one evening activity. Um, we also there, um, there were Sparrowwood was where a special needs, uh, the special needs cabin. So they always had a group of special needs there. And so you would volunteer there every night or you could volunteer there on your free time. That's and so fun. when I interviewed to be cool. a counselor, I loved that. And so that's what I interviewed to be a counselor specific to Sparrowwood. Okay. Um, but you had to like certain certifications, but like that's usually was like one or two of my free activities every week. Was the, um, w- did the families have like names? Like, did you guys, did no. you make up a name? You it were just, just like, like, you were number group number 10. Okay. Or you were group number nine. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, 
was there like a dance or anything? Like, did you interact with the girls at all? Yeah. Well, you interacted with the girls in your family, and then you could obviously in free oh, time. The families were co-ed. Yeah, they were co-ed. Yeah, okay. sorry. Well, got yeah. It, got um, it. So you had a girl can- uh, counselor and a guy counselor, and she probably had like eight girls mm-hmm. and eight guys, and it was usually like half a cabin was part of one tribe. Okay. Um, and so you had two half a tribes in one cabin, if that makes sense. Got it. Um, but no, there was always a huge like neon pool party. Um, yeah and like a diving contest there was always um a a pool camp not a lake camp they had both we had had both both. it was a it was a pond it was a sad lake um (laughs) and then uh, there was a waterfall yeah (laughs) there was a waterfall waterfall yeah um that's our first camp with a waterfall yeah oh wow it's yeah you should look it up it's very pretty i think there was some dramatic um like indigenous death or something there Uh-oh. um like war battle yeah yeah um say the name of the waterfall a- amicalola yeah amicalola sounds nice um yeah but and then stargazing Could was you one swim in oh it? stargazing yeah yeah we love a good stargaze yes um yes you could swim in it there was a lot of baptisms there mm. Ooh, um, wow. like at the end of the week there that was always sense. communion on the last saturday sure. or sunday and then um, people had the option to go get baptized. So there was like normally like a line of people did waiting to get it? baptized. Did you do it? I never did because I thought I, w- I couldn't because I was already baptized. Um, but yeah, no, I never did. I just watched. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool to get baptized in a waterfall, I feel like. It was really pretty. I always loved the waterfall things. Like every year, one of the activities is you had to go through this hike with your team blind through the creek Whoa. up to the waterfall. So basically, yeah, it was like all in like trusting God the way you trust in your partner. And so you would blindfold them, walk to the falls. And there was all these like obstacles and stuff, obviously, Scary. walking through a creek. And then you had to take your partner back, like switch and take them back. Wow. Um, so, yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. When you mentioned at Move, there were a couple reasons why you didn't go back as a counselor. Um, but you also said that the camp still exists, but it's changed quite a bit. What are some of those ways? I think it's just gotten invested in so much more. Like they built this huge new chapel. They built a huge new mess hall and like craft center and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It was like pretty run down when I went. Like our gym, I remember like a lot of times the lights weren't working. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the cabins were like falling apart. Like I remember one year, like my cabin had like a tarp over part of the roof. Like it was just really run down. So it's gotten invested in, and I think they put a lot more rigor around it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure like, I'm all, I'm so interested now with camp. Like I never had a phone at camp and I'm like wondering like how they deal with all of that now at camps. I mean, in the camps that we've visited, a lot of them like just don't allow them or take them away at the beginning of the summer. And then they, um, they give them back at the end of the summer. A lot of kids don't even come with their phones yeah. at all. Yeah, That's Some parents, hear. because a lot of kids have their music on their phones, they like turn the service off for the mm. summer and then they just use it as an iPod. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, as far as I know. Yeah. But it seems like less. The camps are still aware that that's a, a huge thing. Yeah. I mean, at so some point, we like, away. yeah, we had like a 15 year old kid on the podcast and we asked her what her favorite part about camp is. And she was like that. I don't have my phone like she. Yeah. Yeah. They like it. I think I would like it. Yeah. I um, would. Was there any romance at camp? Was it allowed? Was it did it happen? Don't make purple. Don't make purple. Yeah, I know <laughs> that's the rule. But I wonder what happened. Yeah. No, I definitely had like not my first kiss, but a few like summer flings and like. Sure kisses at camp in your family or is that like incestuous um (laughs) 
Um, there was romance, um, but like very like puppy love. I don't know. Summer fling. I definitely had like, I remember two or three. I remember one girl we like dated for like two months after camp, but I think we text like maybe or talked on the phone twice. (laughs) Was she in your family? She was in my family and her Mm. brother actually was my counselor. Oh. Or actually, no, she wasn't in my family, but her brother was my counselor. Okay. And he Uh, approved of you. Um, you're a good guy yeah it was just like at the same time he was a weird guy I didn't really like him he was very like I don't know how to describe him but like toxic masculinity like I remember that year I really hated my family because he was very kind of rude to us as campers and made us a little insecure in the things we did or like the way we talked or the jokes we made or the way we danced but I just remember afterwards I um I really liked his sister and then we talked and then one time I called her and he answered the phone. I was like, hi, Chad. Of course his name was Chad. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely think there was a few things. I remember one year too, there was like this other girl, her name was Emily that um, like, I feel like I followed around the whole week um, and then I never saw her again. That, okay. But was it, so like was romance wasn't really like encouraged by the camp. Okay. Was, because this like, is why we're asking is because, allowed? Yeah. yeah, like we, was more al- like literally every single Jewish camp we go to, they're like encourage kids to hang out and hook up because like they want more Jewish babies. Like mm. that's literally what it is. So, but like. I was just yeah very opposite at Camp Glisten. <laughs> I would assume. Yeah, I, I, would I assume also think too. that like this may be just me because I was a goody goody, but like it seemed very wholesome. Like I really didn't. I really don't think people were there for that reason. Maybe when we were older. Yeah, no, um, not when you're like a little kid. Yeah, but like sure. I don't. I don't ever remember anything, but I also am kind of a narcissist, so I probably like just didn't know what was going on outside of like my immediate view. <laughs> like, everyone had a great time. Everyone was super connected. <laughs> yeah, Nobody like probably was like the worst experience. And I, and I just had the best time. Kids, yeah. yeah, I crushed People it at loved that me talent, at the talent show. show. <laughs> no one else wanted to perform. It was all done. Yeah, but I do remember there was this one girl. Um, and I actually still know her, so I'll just call her Ansley, um, which is name. a weird name. I just pulled out of nowhere. Love it. Best part of the story. <laughs> um, so but I remember one year I was like obsessed with her, and we had this awesome moment stargazing, um, where we were like laying next to each other. It was like kind of like Fault in Our Starsy, where her head was this <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, but you way. weren't I was dying. Like, I was like, oh my god! And then um, we like saw each other every now and then randomly, and then we ended up going to college together. And I remember it was like the first we were in the same dorm, and we got like food together like the first night we were there and I was like oh my gosh like this is fate like hopeless romantic in me and then oh. I don't think we ended up talking ever again after that <laughs> one breakfast or like lunch or whatever it was oh, it was um, like nice to see a familiar face that yeah. first yeah. day and then you were done exactly but um I don't ever really remember anyone else having romances I remember there was crushes and people were like so-and-so really likes you or you know y'all should go to the pool during free time today or stuff like I that I heard she'll be at the pool yeah I remember one time too thinking of Emily, the one that I don't remember or never saw again. She was like, you should come to the pool for free time today. I was like, okay, I'm going to the pool today. And I remember, so the pool was up this hill and I was a pretty chunky kid. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like run up there in my swimsuit. Like, I I don't know why I was feeling so confident. And I remember I started like running up this hill. I think it was like seventh grade and I was dying. I was like out of breath. And I thought I was looking so cool. And this like counselor walked up and he's like, do you need help? And I was like, oh no. And so then I got to like the camp and Emily was like, I think like hanging out with another guy or something like that. And, or didn't want to like hang out with me at the pool. And I just remember, so like, 
camp flings were like intense but also very short-lived short-lived yeah. yeah you only had a week so like it felt so long i remember my parents would write me letters like that's during how they the week, during the week, week like we miss thing. you so much and then, like i felt like i was gone for a year <laughs> and it was really like when you came six back days. Like, you've grown so much yeah and you're like i'm the same it was normally like you smelled so bad and i like never took off my wet socks so i had like foot fungus <laughs> same oh, wow. yeah you and oh my Julia. god yeah yeah or that i just lived in crocs Oh, ew. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Camp. Camp. Lol. The foot fungus. Did, I guess you guys probably didn't have this too much. I'm thinking with Camp Glisten, did you have any type of like team sports where you guys like split into, like I know you had like split boys situation. and girls, but like split the whole camp and did some type of like physical competition? competition? not really like the manhunt was one yeah um we would do like some teams would do kickball at night mm-hmm. um but we never had like group fitness things oh there was we did food fights oh my god fun what? yeah we did food with sloppy fights. joe's with like spaghetti in the cafeteria or, like, no we did it like on this something. field yeah yeah that seems that better. sounds so organized fun. food fights are much better yeah. than doing that's it in actual, spontaneous yeah, that, yeah that's bad that sounds that's fun. Um, fun. Yeah, we though. did food fights. Spaghetti fights. But, like, it was much more just, like, honestly, we were really close with your family. Like, camp It sounds like it was camp- a lot about, like, actually sharing real yeah. stuff. Yeah. And being affected, like, going to the services and being affected and yeah. being present and taking it seriously so that you could yeah. grow and bond. Would you say that, like, the services were, like, the only super religious time of day? Or, like, was there always, you know, like, when you were sharing at night, were you talking about religion or yeah i definitely think that the services were the main part but it would definitely bleed into kind of the conversation but i've always felt like it it started those conversations with your tribe or family or group and then they would evolve into just like life stuff Mm -hmm. um i remember my favorite night of camp every year is one night of camp your family would go to a campsite and actually camp Mm, um and so they had all these different little outposts within the camp where you would it would be like an hour hike um within sure um and that night you kind of like led your own service or people would just be like okay what are your favorite passages in the bible and like why is it your favorite passage and then it would just be like oh you know this is my favorite passage because it got me through a hard time and then you'd start talking about like a hard time as you had as a kid and then people would relate and so it was definitely religious because it would like start with that but it, it definitely got into more of just like who you are as a person and things that shape you and like sharing things with people you've only known for five days that you don't sometimes share with anyone in your life um, it doesn't sound like oppressively religious it just sounds like this is a starting off point and we just want you guys to be like good people so let's no, talk about yeah. it yeah and i think too like i mean i'm definitely not religious anymore um but the methodist faith is very loving i will say um like i think they say if it's like if catholics and baptists had a baby <laughs> is what a methodist is like they and they love wine they're like winos <laughs> um I'm generalizing the Methodist faith, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, it wasn't like overly religious. I mean, like I remember there were people there who were, um, like people in my family and one of my counselors actually went to my church who were openly gay while they were at camp and things like that. And so that was like, I guess like thinking back now, probably a big deal for the camp. Pretty progressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it was definitely very, I felt like inclusive of just like it was a safe space like I felt like I could be whoever I was in that moment and share things that I typically didn't share with other people but I'm like pretty a pretty open book but yeah it wasn't oppressive by any means I would say 
you mentioned a counselor who you feel like was not your favorite one. Did you have a favorite and what were they like? Yeah, so there was one year and Laura and Kevin and I still friends with them on Facebook. <laughs> um, it was my last year of camp mm-hmm. and they were I don't know if it was because I was older, but they were just so real and I felt like our family it was just like a perfect recipe of kids who just had kind of the same outlook on life were all really fun and open um but I remember Kevin had was really open about his like um he was addicted to, not addicted to cigarettes but he like had a smoking problem and um but that's how he framed it when he was all there and he's like are smoking problems yeah uh, exactly and um he I remember he was sharing how like hard that summer had been because he was like having to go week by week and not smoke and then he was like saying I'm gonna stop because he like got through the week and then like smoke on the weekends and it was just cool because the counselors were there normally to like facilitate you but like it really felt like we were all kind of helping each other mm-hmm. um and like at the time you know I was what's probably like 16 or 17 and they felt so much older than me but really they were like probably only 19 20 19 20 maybe yeah um and like I actually kept up with some of them them like I remember that group actually specifically or the people I keep up with more um and by keep up with, we comment on each other's Instagrams. Yeah. Sure. Um, but I remember two years after that, we would meet up and have like a family gathering. Um, and that was your last summer. So it's kind of nice to end on such yeah. a high note of like, that was my final family. And like, remember that bond versus like, exactly. little bits and pieces yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, and they're all in really different places in life. Like Laura uh, like has a little family and like Kevin lives in New York and I think is like either acting or. But does he still smoke? In the world. I don't know. I think that's <laughs> him. Message him and be like, how's that addiction? Yeah. How's the addiction? <laughs> He's like, oh, I started Julian. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> like one of them is a, a teacher <laughs> in Paris. Uh, Ooh, cool. Yeah. Another one, like, I don't know, does something. Um, you haven't been back to Camp Glisten in quite a while. When was the last time? I haven't been back since I was like 18 or 19, I think. Um, I went for the interview. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, went back for the interview. And that must have been a big decision where like you went that far and then got the offer yeah and then kind of weighed everything ended up with giving them a no was that intense in a way I just I that was a I was very lost that summer I feel like probably because I was new to college I was such a goody-goody in high school and then went to college and you know kind of had a little crazy time um and just felt like I wasn't in a place to like really be there but I loved it so much and so I was like kind of upset because I wanted to be there and be a part of it but also didn't want to like have imposter syndrome sure um i did the my so we weren't allowed to go back between when you were 15 and when you were 19 after your freshman year of college was the first year you could go back and i applied to be a counselor after my freshman year and ended up deciding not to go and then uh the following summer i was like well i didn't go last year i'm not gonna go this year and then ended up like begging for a job two days before camp started and like flew up there the next day and I just like had this weird thing where I was like I think I want to be home I think I want to be with my friends like I don't I don't know I don't want to go back and then the next year I was like get me back so it was like no greater meaning you just kind of were like it's been so long you didn't like have that I attachment or like I wasn't ready the first year yeah and then the next year I was working in my dad's office in like the filing room and I hated it so much and I was like yeah. get me to Maine well, immediately. In some ways it's like you go to college your freshman year and you have such an intense new experience. Yes. And then if you go yeah, right from that to like now here's the new intense experience of like being on the other side of yeah. this place I love. It it makes sense to be like here was that crazy freshman year. Let me take a breather and like touch back to 
you know, what was before. Right. Do another yeah. year, feel confident about it, and then go have your new camp experience. The idea of, like, literally living away from home for, like, a full year was, like, mm-hmm. scary after, like, to me. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I – and then after that, I never – I stayed away for like I haven't moved back since yeah. so like I mean obviously <laughs> I've been home but yeah I haven't like it makes sense though and like what you're saying makes sense I feel yeah, like too it's so like your whole world kind of rocks and you're, you're the first time on your own and independency and then that's going to take you back to a place of like wh- who you yeah, were before and you're like, I, yeah, yeah. Doing yeah. And internships and you're like am I coming back to my camp yeah yeah um yeah and then also life stuff too it's like I need to get ahead of the game and yeah. like be proactive and become um, an adult. But the space, it means something to you. Like if you, if I was like, hey, this afternoon we're gonna like drive to the camp and you're gonna get to like be there. Yeah, I I, f- I would love it. I would yeah. go back in a heartbeat. I like the pond is. Yeah, to be I want to see, see all the, the changes, and I also feel like it would bring back even more memories that I don't even remember right now. Totally, just like uh, seeing that tree, you're like, oh my god, it's such a yeah, tree. heart to heart by that tree. Uh, yeah. Did you have a thing where you had like specific roots at camp that you stood on just? I'm asking Julia. Like oh, the roots, like we were like, this is my root. I, I had rocks. Yeah, where I'm like, that that's where I got a sprained ankle. Yeah. <laughs> that's the you know yeah, loose piece of too. wood that I yeah. little. <laughs> yeah, I would always like carve little etchings in everywhere I was, oh, like cute. on the stone or the tree, just to, like be like, remember it. Like, <laughs> it was there. Yeah, I would I'll, like make a little square everywhere. Bose I'm like, rock. who would it? N- who knows what that means? Square. Yeah, but square. You know. yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. Yeah. All right, Bo. Thank well, you for sharing. Yeah, Camp Glisten sounds about, really yeah, Camp Glisten awesome. Sounds really it was good to get that perspective. Nice place. Yeah. yeah. Um, if anyone, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, follow Bo on Instagram. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> follow Bo on Instagram, Bo.count, C-O-W-N. No. Um, one one last thing okay. I want to say about Camp, Camp Glisten Please is um, we had a haunted cabin oh my god where there was a murder wow. apparently at oh, some scares. point in the past oh what happened um so it was like what do we dual know? haunted so um the top part was it was it wasn't a cabin it was i don't even know how to describe it it was like an overlook so it was like a outdoor terrace but it was covered completely and there was a bunch of rafters and there was Sounds um, scary. like a gazebo kind of gazebo but huge okay like sure. um it was probably like take this room multiply it by two and then open it up this room is my apartment so yeah, yeah. <laughs> twice the size of my apartment got it. um and open it up on all ends but it had a roof and there was a bunch of rafters and there everyone said rafter man like was a there pavilion? Raft- a pavilion <laughs> yes i cannot think of words today a pavilion um, okay, Rafter <laughs> Man Rafter lived man. in the Rafter Rafters pavilion. in the pavilion, and it was connected to the um, craft shack. Craft shack. Um, and so we would always like go there. And was it empty? D- it was empty. So that's spooky. It, so that where Rafter Man lived wasn't as creepy, but I remember one year we slept there one night, Ooh. Um, which was really freaky. Um, but apparently, Rafter Man, the only thing you would see is red eyes. Like that's, that's how you would so know it's scary. Rafter Man. Yeah. <laughs> And then underneath it was the abandoned part. It was like the former um, offices. So it was just like you walk in, it's all this broken glass and all these different rooms with painting and like kids painted on them and stuff Mm -hmm. or like, and apparently back in the day, someone either murdered there or died there or something like that. I never really, I can't remember what the story was, but we would always do like a haunted walk through there at night with Mm -hmm. like our family. If you had like a cool counselor, um, but if you ask anyone about Camp Glisten, they'll probably always say, like, I remember Rafter Man. Did uh, you ever Rafter see Man. Rafter Man? I didn't. I'm sure Wait, at the time I was a like, ghost yeah. ghost or like a, like a... A demon, I would say. A, oh, a demon. Scary. Yeah. Whoa, okay. Like, would you guys a, do, like, chance to cr- try to get rid of Rafter Man? 
No. <laughs> um, it was just like seeing if you could survive or night where a yeah. raptor. Yeah, was it was like you, if you didn't bother Raptor Man, he didn't bother you. But yeah. I remember one year, like a group of m- like guys that were in my cabin, we went there and like they were trying to see him. So they were like throwing rocks in the rafters. And I just kind of like stood at the side. I'm like, this is not a good idea. Do not upset. Yeah, do, do not. not un- I was like, I'm I sorry, was, Rafter I, Man. I, I, <laughs> I'm praying for you, Rafter Man. Yeah. So anyway, just one last part of camp. I'm happy you shared it. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, I love a good camp legend. Me too. Um, okay. So, so follow Bo on Instagram. Bo.count. Check out Camp Glisten. Check, check, out, check out Camp Glisten. <laughs> check out <laughs> Methodism. Yeah. If you're interested in the Methodist church, I can't tell you much now. Don't but ask Bo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had a great time when I was a part of yeah. it. <laughs> check out their website, their Wikipedia. I'm sure there's all the info you need. Exactly. <laughs> um, and check us out. Happy Campers Podcast. <laughs> On Instagram. Follow us. Check out our website. Email us if you also went to a different kind of religious camp. camp yeah any kind or Wait, if you want to camp settle listen. this is it like should i not say church camp is you can call it church camp i no i think it is like church camp's fine okay it's not derogatory yeah i feel like some people probably like obviously have a negative okay. connotation with it but okay. i'd call it church camp but okay. not bo bo had a good time yeah all right <laughs> bo had a good time there we go if all you right. didn't email us yeah, yeah. <laughs> also curious to hear those stories we'll share <laughs> Um, find us on wherever you're listening to us right now tell your friends and please rate review and subscribe day is done